This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Isaac Mangena. Uh, Mangena is my guest City Power spokesperson. And I was, I was listening to, to, to a, uh, a story today and... This was not a story that was on Power Perspective today. And, th- and then I heard the importance of it. And I thought, and I said to, to, to the producers, you know what, I think we need to bring Isaac Mangena into um, this particular show to, to talk about what we're going to talk about now. And I'm going to read that to you. So if you're listening, this is it. City Power, City Power will no longer respond to outage calls from customers who continue to refuse to pay for electricity, including customers with non-vending meters, non-paying customers, or defaulting customers. The decision comes as the entity battles pressure of the grid amid load shedding and low revenue collection targets. The entity has started on an auditing process of the customer's meters and assessing their vending history before dispatching a team to attend to the calls. During a mid-medium voltage MV outage, at least 70% of the customers in that particular area need to be paying customers. If not, our technicians will not go ahead with investigation, repairs, or restore power in those particular areas. I wanted to read that to you rather slowly as well so that you listened to it and understood it because I'm bringing Isaac Mangena into the conversation. Isaac, that's quite a hard-hitting decision to make. And I suppose one doesn't just make it willy-nilly and out of the blue and just grab a, 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 a conversation piece like that and begin to put it on a statement, you know, and, 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 you know, and just decide that's the way we're going to fo- go forward from now onwards. So it's, it's, it's must be something that brought you to this particular point whereby what I've just read has now almost become reality or will become reality for a lot of people. Um, good evening. Look, I think the statement is actually long overdue. Um, if you consider the fact that we actually did not even have to um, remind people about the payment of their services. If you, if you, if you, if you connected a DSTV in your house now, yeah, I don't think you wait for DSTV to say we will cut you before or when you come or when there is no. A picture coming on the TV, um, and we, you call us. We 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 will cut you off before we basically um, repair or fix. Whatever. I can tell you what my experience is, Isaac. Is yeah. that as soon as and as soon as I because I think I do it on a monthly basis, and as soon as that monthly subscription is done, I cannot access uh, uh, Netflix yeah. anymore. That's basically it. And mm. with with the municipal municipal service, people want to treat it differently. Um, and I guess maybe it also goes back to the historic, um, 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 you know, nature of mm. how people were not paying for services in the mm. past. Mm. So they always kind of like, uh, you know, push it on the site and they, they continue with their with, with their lives without ensuring that at least they've got lights to even watch that DSTV. So uh, we, we got to a point where as the city of Johannesburg mm. um, had to remind our residents to say, by the way, you need to pay for the services so that we can be able to, 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 to continue providing you 
with 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 uh, uninterrupted you know electricity supply in terms of electricity but even with other services mm. but we also look at our own revenue um uh, as an entity mm. we are a business we are paying about 19 billion rent to escom annually mm to basically get electricity that we have to sell to customers. So we haven't been able to sell that much, especially with the load shedding that has really been with us. I think this year, we every day, it has been load shedding. Last mm. year, we had about um, close to 300 days of load shedding. So it means that every time there is load shedding, we're not able to collect revenue. So we're mm. not selling anything. We don't have anything to sell because ESCOM has basically cut the tab. So it means that even our revenue projections have actually gone down uh, because of load shedding. Now, the very same load shedding comes with other uh, uh, costs to mm. to our business as City Power. So some of those are basically um, the material that basically is running out. So, for example, if when every time we say there is a mini substation, this is that green box at the mm. corner of mm. your street. Mm. Every time we say that box has blown up, it is have 600,000 to replace that box. Mm. So in the past week alone, we replaced about seven of those. That's 600,000 times seven. Mm. Um, every time we say there is a cable theft happening, and we we are we are we are hurtful with 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 cable theft that is happening almost every time there is load shedding. Even mm. when there is no load shedding, sometimes a, a criminal just pounds and basically take um, the copper cables. Every time we have to pay that cable. So every day there is load shedding. Mm. At least we lose 3.6 million rand every day. So if you agree with me that this year we had load shedding almost every day, that is 3.6 million rand times until now. I think it's about four months now uh, into five, fifth months um, mm. of load shedding. So that's a lot of money, money that we don't have money that we are not able to we cannot we don't we don't have to basically ensure that we conduct maintenance on our infrastructure to ensure that we pay the salaries to ensure that we also replace the very same infrastructure that customers um basically need um the mini substations that i spoke about so we, we really don't have that money so we got to a point where we realized in fact we just need to go out and start telling people that we need to uh, collect revenue we have been doing it from the beginning of the year but mm. now we thought let's tell them that if you are not going to pay for this electricity mm. then we are not going to respond to your outage call when you call to say I don't have lights before we come to your house. We'll have to check whether you are basically uh, assisting us to keep up me, or you are basically uh, basically uh, using mm, electricity. Let me let me let me check on that, Isaac. So so ultimately, I, I want to make a distinction between because there is this issue of the seventy percent, and I want to get to that. There's the yeah. distinction between Denzel Taylor in his household. Just just for example, yesterday, where I needed to make 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 a use of that 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 number you have 0860 right and 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 I need to call and then of course um I I I get a reference and that particular reference then gets closed or not closed or it tells me what's going on and whether somebody's coming out and actually looking at that so Denzel Taylor needs to be a paying client and a paying customer you you that 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 is the first Incidents, or that's the first reality I want to check with you, right? So okay. on that particular basis, where it concerns me, you'll also be checking my date, my details. Yes, so right. Denzel calls and says, um, "I don't have electricity." Yes, and I'm not um, in load shedding. 
and you're not in load shedding. Yeah. First of all, we're able to basically remotely, without even coming to your house, see whether uh, what are Denzel's uh, uh, buying patterns. And if absolutely you know that Denzel is not basically honoring his 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 his. Uh, uh, end of the deal, mm. then we will be able to say, unfortunately, we are not able to respond to this because your account is in arrears, especially for those postpaid customers, because those ones um, often they will basically use electricity and then pay after, uh, often on estimates. But if they keep on with based on their historic consumption, yeah. we are able to say this is how much you normally would pay, sure. and we can see that you have been keeping up with your 1,000 brands every month and, of payment. And that's and in my individual individualistic capacity. That is in your individual capacity are you, now. Are you now linking? Are you linking your your call center now? Uh, because that's who I bump into. I bump into your call center. Are you linking your call center to the kind of practical space where you now have to dispatch and other things begin to happen? Whereby, oh, that call center person can see my detail as and then, and and assess immediately whilst I'm talking to you that I am a paying customer or not. Yeah, remember when you call, the call center person on the other side of the phone does not know you. Yes. So you'll have to basically give them details. So and my account number and my stand number, number so maybe even. Immediately there and there, they can be able to pick that, okay, okay. this is the person, this is the account, and then the, we've got account open on the screen. Let's see if this person is basically uh, paying uh, electricity or not. Got you. And that when and, and and mostly that is especially during for 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 the postpaid customers. But even the prepaid, you can basically be you can basically see that this Got person you. has bought five rands, fifty rands, hundred rands, and so forth. And then we are able to say you are not your meter internet is not a, a, a vending. And so what happened to your meter? Is it bypassed? Is it faulty? Is it what? Then we can send technician to basically come and verify that uh, indeed the meter is faulty and maybe there was a reference uh, put in the faulty meter and we're able to deal with that. And that's then in my individualistic capacity? That's in your individualistic capacity. Now Denzel calls and immediately Caravo also calls and says, I, I think I don't have electricity and then we pick that, oh, okay, it seems like that street where Caravo and Denzel are staying um, there is a problem. Right. It sounds like there is a, it's a bigger issue that is, does not involve only one person. Yeah. Now, we go to that mini substation um, to basically check who, who are the people connected there. We find yeah. 100 people connected on that mini substation. We basically uh, start working on the mini substation to fix. Mm. And when we are done fixing, we yeah. go into the addresses that are fed from that mini substation yeah. to audit the meters before we restore them. Okay. So we basically knock on Garabo's door and check if she is really vending. We're already on site. We don't have to wait for, 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 for the call centers to basically say, yeah. no, don't go there, He go here. We already know that there is a general bigger problem in that area um, or in the, the two streets. And then we're able to go into those individual houses to check the meters to say, are you vending, are you not? If you are not, then we're able to basically disconnect you immediately there and there. Um, the revenue collection unit is always available, gotcha. but also there is a, 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 a another part of it which uh, most people don't actually understand that we actually we're already doing. So if we arrive at that street and we realize that there is, say for example, an informal settlement nearby that is connected to the very same mini substation that we are coming to fix, yeah. 
the audit will basically even cut off that informal settlement. So we will basically get in and and remove all those illegal connections so that we free that minister station of any pressures that come from the overloading. From, from that okay. from that informal settlement and then we feel, we we restore you and we lock the new substation so that you are not inconvenienced by the people that are not paying while you are paying for electricity and that's my individualistic and I'm glad you you've described it that way so Tenzel Taylor lives in a neighborhood now where your 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 next statement goes on to say uh, during a medium voltage MV outage, at least 70% of the customers in that area should be paying customers. So Denzel Taylor is of the 30% who is paying his bill. And, 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 and um, you know, Isaac, Isaac can do the things that Isaac wants to do with the monies that Denzel Taylor then pays the bill for. But 70% of the other people who are living in my neighborhood who are, are not paying. So I make that particular call then. And I say, Denzel Taylor needs electricity. And your call center looks at me and says, yes, of course, you qualify. But 70% of the people in your area are not paying. Now, suddenly, there is a different model that comes into play now where where you are saying uh, where at least 70% of the customers in that area should be paying customers if you should decide to come out or not. Yeah, I think I was I was I was trying to also. In fact, I thought we, you you asked it earlier. I was trying to explain it earlier, um, in a in a context where it's a community, and I okay. included included uh, your producer Garawa as part as your neighbor to yeah. say if now you've got the whole community. Yeah, this is what we are going to do. So, um, let's pack the seventy percent because I think that one was I was I was actually even explaining it uh, to one TV station earlier. Yeah. Um, um, to, to 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 say maybe it it was taken even out of context. So what I'm tra- what I was trying to explain was that we, we we will come to a a a a community which is a street or two streets right that are fed from one feeder board or that are fed from one mini substation yeah and we will fix that mini substation so our we are ready to restore electricity to the fifty or hundred houses yeah and before we do that we basically go through the accounts to say Got you. who is buying and who's not buying. And yeah. those that are not buying, so it, I, I think if, if, if it's people that are buying from that uh, uh, mini substation, chances are only two of them will have electricity by the time we leave there. So if there is 80% of them buying, the others, Denzel, who has bypassed the meter, will basically disconnect him. The formal settlement that is nearby, that is also connected on the same on the same network, we will also uh, uh, basically do the the normal operation that we will do mm. to informal settlement to cut off illegal Got connections you. and many others around the way. But there will be those that will say, "Karab uh, will say," but city power. Some of these problems are actually from your in-house. So, for example, you find that. Um, you 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 locked a call and said you've got a faulty meter, mm. and City Power arrives on site. They test, they realize that yes, the meter is faulty, but City Power at that moment does not have meters in store. Uh-huh. And City Power's work is to keep your lights on. So what we know, we will do in that instance, we would have um, a, a bypass to a meter to so that you can have electricity while got we you. are basically procuring the stock of 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 of, 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 of the, the meter of the meters, and. 
weeks and months go by and we don't come back to you. And when we come back, we say, hey, your meter is bypassed. And you say, no, but I had this reference number. Yeah. I've been waiting for the meter from you, Isaac. You came here and you tested and you basically bypassed me. So then we're able to trace it back. You need to say, be able to prove. Yeah, Denzel, Denzel indeed blocked the call and then we bypassed him because we wanted to keep his lights on while we're dealing with procuring of the meters within city power and we're able to basically fix that but also currently we're on a program where we do this audit um so that we're able to 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 basically we need to have every customer within the city of Johannesburg on smart meters and i'll tell you mm. why mm. it's because of we've got this thing called a token identifier program that is basically coming mm. so what is it what is going to happen in november 2024 is that the numbers on your recharging uh, units mm. when you go to the shop and buy the units for your meter are coming to an end yeah so for us to be able to reset these meters and so that you by november 2024 you are able to buy electricity we need to reset these meters so that they become compatible to that process mm. so if we come to your house and we find that there are issues we do this thing for free in preparation for that because we really need to basically get rid of these meters and if this thing is not for city of Jobek only mm. remember these numbers are universal so the city of captain is already a step ahead on that Darren is also doing it a grueling and so forth and i think even other countries outside of south africa so that is the universal number but those numbers are coming to an end so the city of Johannesburg, what is doing currently is to ensure that we can basically uh, get people on smart meters so when we come to your house uh, and, and 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 we come through that program of, mm. of uh, basically changing when you find your meters bypassed or whatever we change them for free Good. but there will become a time later where we will basically make you pay especially if we come to your house and you set dogs on us or <laughs> you don't allow us to come in and we leave and when you, when you come back and you are not able to purchase a, 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 a recharging unit mm. And say, can I please have a new meter? Then you'll have to pay for that. So it's it's actually good for for residents that they really need to basically start gotcha. making sure that their meters are for are okay, and also that they are starting to buy electricity for reasons that have already given about revenue. Isaac, before I let you go, Isaac, I think there's another important aspect that maybe in four minutes that you could talk to us about. Uh, yeah. Just this the the new uh, a load shedding schedule for the city of Johannesburg, other than load shedding schedule for ESCOM. Is that in the works? Are you thinking about that? Are you implementing that, a different load shedding whereby, let's for example say ESCOM is on stage six, but Johannesburg can give us stage four. Uh, are you are you in the, in, the, in, the, in the process of creating a city of Johannesburg load shedding module other than what ESCOM is providing us with at the moment? Okay. I wonder where you got that one from. All right. I, you say, oh, yeah, yeah, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ish. Okay, so basically, basically, what what we are obviously the issue, um, load shedding is has got undesirable effects on city power and city of Johannesburg. True. Um, Which we, you've just been talking about. Yes, and uh, more so that we trying to attract um, investments and 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 so forth and, so, and grow our economy and so mm. forth. Mm. And we're not able to do that. So what we are working on 
is to try and bring in alternatives um, for the residents of the city. Mm. Uh, currently, as I'm talking to you now, you will agree that uh, electricity is uh, very expensive um, for you, for any other person, for a pensioner at home. Mm. Um, and uh, we, we, we want to get to a point where you, you will have an alternative um, to electricity. So you can think about gas, you can think about solar, you can think about all of that. Mm. So we're working on that part of uh, alternative energy, which is something else. Uh, but then we're also trying to basically come to a point where we say, what is it that we can do um, to cushion our mm. residents from the impact of load shedding? Mm. One of these things that we want to do, and basically uh, working on that, yes, I can confirm that we're going to, 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 we're working on a new schedule that will be specifically for the residents of the city of Johannesburg outside of what ESCOM is doing. Mm-hmm. That schedule will only basically ensure that Denzel is is load shed at least for only two hours a day. Mm-hmm. So there won't be this thing of being load shed for four hours mm-hmm. or two hours in the morning, two hours during the day, and two hours in the evening while you are still watching Man City and Real mm-hmm. Madrid. Mm-hmm. So we, we want that it, it should really be two hours a day. We're also trying to basically make sure that we exclude important essential services, Mm. um, such as uh, water. Um, You know that we had problems with water because of load shedding as well, Um, such as, uh, you know, hospitals, ambulances, and so forth. But over and above that, we want to make sure that the, the, the industries and businesses are excluded from load shedding so that when you are not able to cook, Mm. You can be able to go to the to the to the restaurant and buy food. Currently, you are both load shed at home, and then when you get to the restaurant, they they were also load shed. So you are not even able to buy bread for kids uh, to go to school. Mm. So what we want to do, which is in the pipelines, in fact, I think we're going to talk about it tomorrow or somewhere this week mm. uh, with management, is basically to try and and, and finalize this. We've already spoken to Escom, Escom. Uh, in principle, they agree, but then it's also issues of NERSA. So we're looking at, at least in the next month, we mm. want to make sure that when the new tariff cycle comes in, at least this new um, load shedding schedule is also implemented. But that also says to us, we need to be able to, you know, have resources to, That's at, it. to attend to this switching on and off. And uh, that is going to happen. Remember, currently we've got some of our substations, especially in the border suburbs of Rudaport, uh, Remberg, uh, Len- some parts of Lenazia, that are switched on by- from ESCOM site. So it means now that we are going to take over that and we'll have our own teams that will be Brilliant. able to to switch on and off. So that's, those are some of the things that we're supposed to, to, to do. And currently, remember, uh, and I think also responding to to the court uh, court judgment that came, I think, mm. last weekend, over the weekend or something, mm. uh, where, where it said... That police schools and... and hospitals. And hospitals should be excluded. Currently, City of Johannesburg is excluding most of the hospitals, our hospitals that are in, in the, within the vicinity. And some of the... Um, remember, there was this request from the Department of Health. So we are excluding some of those. We are also excluding some of the water pumps and reservoirs. However, because of the way electricity infrastructure, when it was it was it was designed, the 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 the, the infrastructure itself, the transformers, the cables, and everything, when they were designed, they were not designed to be switched on and off at regular intervals. So mm. we, they didn't have load shedding in mind. Mm. 
that we will have this uh, period where uh, we basically have to load shed. But also the network itself, when it was designed, it was designed in a way that is embedded um, within gotcha. residential area and hospital. So essential services are embedded among the community. So when you have to do the, this switching on and off, you basically have to think about um, the other people that are actually fed from there. And at the end of the day, you end up not being able to basically give ESCOM what you're supposed gotcha. to give it. But that's, those are some of the things that we are dealing with so that we can be able to reconfigure the network, make sure that uh, everything is, is in place for us to be able to in, implement this uh, new load shedding schedule. And you heard it on Power Perspective first, Isaac. I guess so. I guess so. Isaac Mangana, <laughs> thank you so much, my man. Thank you so much, bro. Okay, thank, for, thanks for having me. But, uh, sorry for earlier interruption. No, no, no problem, bro. And look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep on monitoring what's going on and keep on watching what you guys are doing. I think there's some exciting yeah. stuff that's coming out there. And so please, you know, uh, we'll keep on just bumping into you and saying, you know, can we chat yeah. about this? Can we chat about that? So no, a lot of time. interesting things. Anytime, let me know. Sharp. That's Isaac Mangana, City Power spokesperson. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.